This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode 29. This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show where I get to interview the most successful pizza entrepreneurs and marketing experts in the business today. I know you love listening to audiobooks just as much as I do, so that's why I've teamed up with Audible to give you a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook download. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash smart pizza to download your free audiobook and 30-day trial today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I have on with me another great guest today. He's actually a Periscope expert. His name is Kerry Shearer, and you can find him at theperiscopeexpert.com. I'm not sure if you've heard of Periscope, but it is an app that Twitter owns, and it's actually a live video streaming app. So how you use it is you hop onto the app, and you hit record, and you can actually live video whatever you are, wherever you are, and people can follow you. They can chat, interact with the chat. They can push the button and little hearts come up. So I've never used it before, but I've seen a lot of marketers and a lot of businesses using it really well and growing a huge following. So I wanted to find somebody that was an expert in it. Kerry's an expert. He's grown a large following in a short period of time using this app. And he's going to explain to us how, you know, what it is and how we can use it. There's a lot of good stuff in this episode. We go over what exactly is Periscope, how many users are on the platform right now. It's a huge platform. You know, a lot of these social media apps come and go quickly, and you're not sure which ones you should get on, which ones you shouldn't get on, which ones are a waste of time. But this one's growing a huge following, so I think it's one that you should really look out for. Um, What are the different types of live video you can do, how to integrate with Twitter and Facebook, how to grow a following on Periscope, you know, how are you going to find users? some ideas that you can use for your business, in your business, why you have to get the right name, you have to make sure that your name matches your Twitter profile. And then he also gives us some tools to make uh, our videos a little bit better. So let's get into this episode with Kerry Shearer, the Periscope expert. All right, everybody, thanks for joining me on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I have on with me an expert today. He is Kerry Shearer, and he is known as the Periscope expert. And Hey, I, Bruce, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great, Kerry. How are you? Thanks for coming great. on with me. Thanks so much. So I've heard so much about this Periscope. Can you kind of explain what the heck it is? Yeah, Periscope is exciting. It is Twitter's new live streaming app. It actually debuted on March 26th. It's just about six months old, and it has just exploded to 15 million users, one of the fastest-growing social media platforms anywhere And it's so cool because it allows you to do live streaming video from your smartphone or tablet. Wow, that's amazing. So hasn't, uh, you know, live video been around for a little bit? Oh, yeah. Live video has been around for a long time. You know, there's been free services, or at least formerly free services like Ustream.tv. Of course, you can go on with Skype and all of that. But the problem has been it's been a little bit difficult, and a lot of it has been Uh, based on having a laptop or a desktop computer, feeding a signal in, having some sort of producer program like Telestream Wirecast or Ustream Producer. Uh, It's been technically complicated. What what Periscope has done now, and uh, actually just before that, early right at the beginning of the year, there was a similar type of service still underway called Meerkat, but Periscope is by far the most popular. Uh, What they've done is they've made it super easy for anybody with their smartphone or their tablet to hit the go live button and they're on the air immediately. The notification goes out. People are notified. They're live from their phone, from anywhere. So that's the power of 
of what's happened with Periscope and these live streaming apps, they've come to our handheld devices. That's amazing. Why do you think that – I know I've heard of Meerkat before Periscope. Why do you think that Periscope has exceeded Meerkat in users? Well, here's the thing. I think that um, that Periscope has its power in the fact that it is owned by Twitter and connected with Twitter. So you actually have, when you go to the Start Broadcast menu, you have a toggle switch, which lets you notify your Twitter followers. So most everybody has automatically got their switches set to on. So when they hit the Start Broadcast button, it automatically sends out a tweet and notifies the entire Twitterverse that you're going live with your content. So that is the power. And now there's also a Facebook notification that viewers can use if they see a broadcast, they're on a broadcast and they love the content. They can not only share, hit the Twitter share button, but they can share it to Facebook instantly as well, along with all their Periscope followers. So it's just really super powerful. So you can reach three different platforms with one push of the button. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's the power in it, and it's been so interesting to see how people are using it. Uh, in the first few uh, days or uh, weeks or or so of Periscope, people were using it to do things like show what's inside their refrigerator, or <laughs> or play with their pets. Uh, it was it was hilarious. But a lot of uh, business folks, a lot of entrepreneurs, online marketers. Um, People who are selling products, programs, and services online, they just swarmed to it. And uh, some of the best content is just folks teaching what they know best, teaching it on Periscope. And you build an audience. You build an audience of followers who like what you do. And if you just keep delivering content, your audience will grow and grow. So that's what a lot of people have found. The audience has grown just uh, exponentially. And again, they're, uh, they're adding at Periscope, they're adding more than 100,000 users every single day. So that's a very fast growth. That's amazing. So how would someone get started? Like what are the basics of basics to get started with the Periscope? Okay, here's the thing. Um, you need to download the Periscope app to your smartphone or tablet. And you do that from uh, either the iOS store, or the Google Play store, or the app store or the Google Play store. And that's for iPhone uh, or Stitcher. Or not yeah, sure, yeah. but iPhone or, or Android. Android, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it's available for both platforms. And you go ahead and download that, install it. It's free. There's no problem with that. But here's where some people go amiss. Some people don't have Twitter accounts, so they end up creating a Periscope that's linked to their phone number as kind of their ID. And that's a mistake, particularly for your business audience, uh, Bruce, because what you want to do is make sure that your Twitter, your Periscope account is the same user handle as your Twitter account. Okay. Okay. That's the, that's exactly what you want to do because you can't go back to Periscope and change your Periscope username at this time. So at like Twitter, you can go and change your username if you would like, but on Periscope, you can't. Uh, the, yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. And, and, and they won't. You know, you could go to Twitter and change your username, but it wouldn't match up with your Periscope, and you can't have. There's no way for you to change it now. Some people have had success with emailing Periscope and saying, "Please change my username," and they've they've gotten it done. But you know, that's a kind of a clunky system at this point, right. and they may or may not get to it in the time frame that you'd like them to. So, okay. best thing is set it up right to begin with, and. So once you've got it set up, then find people to follow. This is one of the areas where they need to bolster things a little bit on Periscope is, is finding um, you know, the search for finding people that you really want to follow on Periscope because 
um, the search is pretty much limited to what people put in their Periscope bios. So people have a small Periscope bio that they can create, just like you can create it on Twitter. And the search will search for keywords. So, uh, for example, if you're looking for um, small business, use that as a search word. You may find some business scopers, as they're called, okay. business scopers. Um, or if you're looking for somebody who's into fitness, you might search the word fitness and you'll come up with some folks. But by and large, it's a process of checking out people's periscopes, finding what you like, and following them. But it's not just the person that whose broadcast you happen to watch. There's a lot of interactive chat that goes on. That's the other power of Periscope. This is two-way. Um, the broadcaster is talking verbally into the phone you're, and showing you stuff. And you as a viewer are able to chat questions to them in uh, chat bubbles, which, which work their way up the screen. And then the broadcaster can respond. This is enormously powerful. I mean, you know what Facebook is like or Twitter is like. You make a post. You may or may not get any engagement. Maybe you'll get a little bit. And maybe somebody posts a question and then you get around to answering it next day or, you know, whenever you can. The thing about Periscope is it's instant. It's immediate. And so what you're doing is you're building a relationship with the audience so right off the bat. It's almost like an interactive YouTube video. So if you do YouTube videos for your business and you record a video, put it on YouTube, um, this is kind of similar to that, except that they're seeing it live. Exactly. Yes, they're seeing it live. And then the replay, the replay on Periscope is available for 24 hours, and then it goes away. Now, if you love your content and you want to save it, you can turn on another automatic feature on Periscope that would save it to your camera roll on your smartphone or, or your tablet. Right. So you've got that recording, although that recording doesn't come complete with all the comments. And the other part of it being the hearts. When people love what you're saying, they tap, 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 tap on the screen and that launches little colored hearts. Now, and that that's meant as an encouragement to the broadcaster that we love what you're saying. Okay, I was just going to ask you that. What is that for? Yeah, that's what it means. It means we love the content. We love what you're saying. So uh, when, you, when you go back and watch the 24-hour broadcast, 24-hour uh, replay on Periscope, you see the complete thing as it appeared to everyone else. It's got the hearts. It's got all the comments flowing through it, everything. Um, the one saved your camera roll does not have any of that. There is a third-party service that a lot of people are using that is absolutely free. It's called Catch, and that's spelled K-A-T-C-H dot M-E, K-A-T-C-H dot M-E. And what Catch does is it catches your Periscope broadcast and puts them on your own uh, on a web page on Catch for you. So it's your own web page. It's catch.me forward slash, in my case, Carrie Shearer. And you can, so you, can, you can download that Catch? Yes. Yeah, so you go there and you can, uh, you can use that as a permanent link to send out later for you know Twitter or put it in a blog or whatever you might do to get people to that broadcast, which is saved permanently on Catch, or at least until you delete it. Uh, so that is a, that's a good thing. Now, what Catch does, they do something different. They push the hearts off to, I think, one side, uh, and then they, they move the comments off to the other side. But here's the cool thing, Bruce, that on Catch, the comments are all hot clickable. So what a lot of broadcasters are doing after they do a Periscope, they'll go to go to Catch, 
and they will scroll through the comments because okay. it's actually scrollable, and they'll see what people said. And if people asked a question that they didn't see or didn't have time to answer, they'll just click on that and tweet them back an answer. Or they'll tweet them and say, hey, thanks so much for watching the broadcast. It was great to have you here. Those kinds of things. So that also builds those relationships and that interaction. So I think Periscope is enormously powerful. And what all of us entrepreneurs and business people are doing is trying to figure out, okay, how do we use this exploding live streaming right. tool in our businesses to build our customer base and build loyalty? So how do you do that? Is it inter like, hold on, sorry to go back, but my first question is, when you say that Periscope is owned by Twitter, does that mean that your Twitter followers you can communicate them through Periscope, or is it two different followings? Well, it's it's two different followings, but remember, when you hit the, the Start Broadcast button on Periscope, it sends out, if you have the function turned on, it will send a tweet out to all your followers and let them know. Okay. So what a lot of folks are doing who really want to get uh, boost the viewership for their broadcast is, well, what I'm doing, and that is you'll shoot maybe a quick video. Remember, with Twitter you can shoot a video up to 30 seconds and post it. And then in the Twitter feed, it automatically animates and you know it's full screen in the Twitter feed, widescreen, so it looks great. So a lot of times I will shoot a quick video saying, hey, coming up on Periscope at 9.45 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be covering the five things you need to know about blah, blah, blah. Okay. Join me there. Follow me at Carrie Shearer on Periscope or look right here on Twitter for the link. And that's how you so, get your Twitter followers to go over to your Periscope following. Yeah, so you do a little promo like that. Uh, keep in mind that you're tweeting the link out, so they can just look at the tweet and click on click on the link once you go live. But I always like to do a little pre-promotion there on Twitter, sometimes on Facebook, and then when the actual broadcast goes live, you know, the tweet goes out again, "Hey, we're live on Periscope talking about whatever it is." Right. Yeah, so that's the way you let people know about it. And does quality matter? I know that some people, you know, what should they do for their first Periscope? Should it just, you know, just turn the camera around and go for it? Or should they plan it out? Or how does how does quality fit into that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, by and large, most people are scoping about topics that they love, that they're passionate about, that they have knowledge about. and 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 I think it's just taking a couple minutes or a few minutes before the broadcast and deciding, okay, what do I want to communicate? What are my three main points? You, you don't want to go on Periscope and just blab for an hour and a half delivering everything you know you, because people's time is valuable. They've only got so much time to watch. So what I think the best Periscopers are doing is they're picking a very specific title. They're putting a hashtag or two in that title. So that's going to help out when it goes out on Twitter. So they're promising exactly what their content's going to be. And then they're delivering that content in three or five or seven easy steps so that are kind of bullet point like. So you, de you deliver that content. And that's what many scopers are doing. And it doesn't require that much planning. Most of mine, you know, I may plan them I may take 10 minutes to plan them. Sometimes I'll put together some PowerPoint slides or something to put on a monitor behind me because I like to go a little higher tech with some of my scopes. But um, it doesn't take too long to do it. And you can actually plan a scope out in advance. Here's the thing, though. Um, you want to go daily. 
you definitely want to go at least once a day with your periscopes to be able to build your audience and maintain that presence. And that's what a lot of people are doing right now who came out of nowhere. Nobody knew how who they were. Nobody knew. I mean, on, on Twitter, I had a, a relatively small following, but nobody knew who I was on Periscope. And over a period of a few months, I built a pretty large following. And a lot of people are doing that. So that's that's the power in getting there early on this platform, and it still is early. There's, you know, bazillions of people who have no idea that Periscope exists right. or what it is. I think a lot of people we're talking to right now. Exactly. <laughs> so, so. so I'm so I'm thinking about businesses and folks folks who are owning and operating small businesses and pizza parlors and such. How can you use Periscope to differentiate yourself? And here's what I think Periscope does best. Um, let me use public agencies as an example. There are some public agencies that are on Periscope now. Some of them are doing a terrific job. Most of them are not because what they're doing is maybe they're having a news conference, so they point the camera, the Periscope camera, at the the podium and have the news conference. They don't interact. They don't have comments. They show you they show you what you're going to get on the evening news. Right. What Periscope does best is showing you something you can't get anywhere else. It takes you behind the scenes. Again, using public agencies as an example, Sacramento, California Fire Department, they hopped on Periscope immediately. They take you right to the scene of events. They have shown amazing fire response. They take you up on top of a ladder truck looking down into the hole that the firemen have chopped in the roof. Um, that kind of stuff. So as a small business person, how can you take what you do on a daily basis, which, you know, it may be boring to you, but show that behind the scenes. I'm just thinking <clears throat> for pizza parlors, for example, if uh, just showing people uh, how the ingredients are selected, how you put a pizza together, the intricacies that I as a customer have no idea about. Right. If if something goes wrong, um, or, you know, how do you how do you uh, how do you prevent things from from going wrong? How do you make sure that your quality is the highest? How do you make sure the cleanliness of your restaurant is amazing? Any of that stuff that you can show, um, I think, will help just endear people to you and it builds a relationship. Now, what that really requires, if that requires somebody on camera for para, from uh, for your business who is good on camera at relating to people. Now you don't ha you don't have to be a broadcast expert, not at all. You just have to be real. You have to be authentic, and you have to have to communicate well and interact with people, answer their questions, uh, be excited, show the passion that obviously you had or you wouldn't have gotten into this business. Yeah, I'm thinking of a few topics. You, like you said, you could show them how you make the pizza, how you make the dough, how you're, you introduce them to some of your staff members, maybe. You can where you can record the Periscope. You can answer people's questions. Do it on a Periscope and then submit the recording so they can listen to it. Yes, and here's the other thing: is you can even go beyond just the mechanics of what you do at the pizza parlor. Assuming you're in business because you love business and you're good, share your business tips. Do a scope where you're sharing your top three business tips in accounting. Your top three business tips in promotion or advertising, whatever it might be, go on and share that. You can talk about the pizza at the same time, but share your knowledge. You'll develop an even wider audience that way. And 
you know, people will love you. I'm thinking of um, in Australia. <clears throat> excuse me. There are a couple of folks in Australia who just came out shining on Periscope. Nobody had any idea they even existed prior to that. One guy is John Capos. His name on Periscope is Chocolate Johnny. <laughs> Chocolate Johnny. He owns a chocolate shop in downtown Sydney, Australia. He started on Periscope, and he's got a great personality. Everybody loves Johnny. He's on every day, sometimes two or three times a day. Uh, as a result of his Periscope no notoriety, he is now known worldwide, and he's thinking about opening up a distributorship for his chocolates. They actually have a little chocolate factory there in San Francisco, so he can ship to the U.S. because he's now got an, um, uh, just amassed a huge following in the U.S. Um, there's another gal. Her name is Sweet Danny on uh, Periscope, Danielle Emini. She creates custom cookies and cakes, and... She scopes while she's creating these things. And sometimes her scopes are simply just a chat with people. You know, hey, what are you doing? Um, but at the same time, you're watching her create these amazing confections. It's, it's, it's incredible. And then other times she'll do a scope about business tips while she's creating this stuff. So you don't have to just talk about exactly what you're doing. You can branch out and talk about your larger knowledge of this topic area. So is there a minimum or a maximum time that you find is working well for these periscopes? Um, as far as the length of time... That's a really good question. I mean, you can do a quick, short five-minute scope. I would say many of them tend to run 10 minutes, maybe 15, because you'll have interaction. Right. you have interaction with folks. Basically, it's how long it takes to deliver your content. And there are a few things along the way uh, it, that we've learned in formatting periscopes how to do it. In general, the first seven seconds – you want to address the replay audience, right? Yeah. Well, so because let's explain that. What is it? So the first seven seconds of the Periscope is kind of nobody's going to be there yet, right? Exactly. Because um, it takes people a couple seconds. After they get the notification, they may have to walk over to the desk, pick up their phone, take a moment to hit the button, get to the app. And that generally is around seven, eight seconds or so. So your very first words out of your mouth is just, Hey, welcome to the replay. It's great to have you here. Remember, you can share this broadcast if you love it, and you can also tap on the screen to give hearts if you love the content. So just a really quickie like that, and then you transition immediately to addressing your live audience. Um, you know, hi, this is Carrie Shear, the Periscope Expert. Today, I'm going to show you the different tips, tools, and techniques that I found helpful in Periscope broadcasting. So you talk about your subject. You want to introduce yourself, make sure people know who you are, and you also want to say hello to the people who are coming in the room, but you don't want to do that forever. You want to make do all this in about 60 seconds. So you say, hi, Bob in Cleveland, or, you know, hey, you guys, tell me, <clears throat> pardon me, tell me where you're coming in from. And so you acknowledge people. People love to be acknowledged, and that helps build that relationship. Yeah, I think the question part of Periscope is uh, <laughs> where you can interact. They can ask you questions live, and you can interact with them is you know the biggest part about it because like you said before with the Facebook or the Twitter or any other social media it's not necessarily instantaneous you know when you leave a comment or a question it might take a little bit to get back to you but with Periscope it's right there all the time 
Yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. And the the key is getting into your topic and making sure you're progressing nicely through your topic and that you get into it fairly quickly. Uh, we've seen a lot of periscopes gone bad where people spend 10 minutes talking to people at the beginning and they don't actually get into any of the content they've promised. People get bored or they get upset and they leave the broadcast. So you want to get right into your content. Uh, another little technique is after you get through your content, your five main points, let's say, and have taken a few questions along the way, then you do a reset. You say, hi, if you just joined us, my name is Carrie Shear. I'm the Periscope expert. I'm here to teach you the tips, tools, and techniques about Periscope. And today we've been talking about, et cetera, whatever your topic was. Uh, this is a great time to share the broadcast if you've gotten benefit from this. Uh, content, because right now I'm going to do a very quick recap of the five points we just discussed. So that gives people that kind of does a, a virtual reset of the broadcast. It gives people a definite place where they can share the broadcast where they already know. I think people are hesitant to share when they don't know what's coming. Right. But if they've already listened to the bulk of your content, they know it's great. They think it'll be good for their audience. Then you give them a really definitive share point. And they know that when they share that, their folks are going to come on and hear your quick recap. So that's where you go in and you recap your five main points or whatever it is. And then at that point, you can you can take questions for a while. And you kind of keep an eye on, is the audience building or is the audience, <clears throat> pardon me, or is the audience uh, decreasing? And you see a little live button in the lower right-hand corner of your Periscope screen that tells you how many people are watching. So if you see suddenly, you know, the numbers are just plummeting off the edge of the cliff with people leaving the broadcast, you know it's probably time to, ride, uh, to wrap up. Right. But if the number's staying steady or if it's increasing, that could be a sign to keep going because they love what you're doing. That's amazing. So how can so how should somebody hold the camera? Do you just hold it in your hand or do you have a tripod or a stand? Or what if someone doesn't have a tripod or a stand? Well, the best thing is to get a uh, some sort of a tripod and they're not or, or stand and they're not very, very expensive. Um, there is a tripod mount called the square jellyfish. <laughs> and that's what most people are using. It costs, I think, $14 square jellyfish tripod mount it allows your smartphone to be mounted vertically or horizontally and i'll tell you why in just a moment okay but it's got a standard thread on the bottom that will go onto any tripod so i'm talking a camera tripod or even a little desktop tripod square also makes the square jelly legs desktop tripod which is also about 13 dollars and you can put the jellyfish tripod mount on top of that. And this little tripod is so tiny, you can keep it with you everywhere. So you can always be ready to do a Periscope broadcast. So that's kind of the minimum. The next thing is, and I believe it's really important, you've got to get a plug-in microphone. And that's because your smartphone mic just isn't the right kind of mic to be able to pick up your voice properly. So... You can use either camera on Periscope, the rear-facing camera that faces out away from the phone, or the forward-facing camera, which faces you, which you're looking at if you're looking at the screen of your device. And there are different microphones. And so if you're, if you're broadcasting on the rear-facing camera, the microphone's on the other side of you. The phone is in between you and the mic, and you suddenly start, I mean, you lose 
a lot of the clarity and you pick up all of the extra noise. So the, the most important thing is get a plug-in clip-on lavalier microphone. The entry point is called the Movo PM10. The Movo PM10. M-O-V-O PM10. And it's about $25. Uh, the next one up would be the MXL MM160. It's about $59. And uh, one of the more popular ones is the Rode, that's R-O-D-E, the Rode SmartLav Plus, and that's about $79. Any of those microphones are great. Now, I would say with the Movo and with the Rode, you need to also buy a six-foot extension cable because they come with fairly short cables on them, and sometimes you need, you want you might want to get a little further away from the smartphone when you're broadcasting. How, but, how long is the cable that it comes with? I, I want to say it's probably about three feet on the on the PM10 and on the uh, the Rode Smart Lab. So that's pretty close. So you're not going to yeah. your, your, your camera won't be able to be too far away. Yeah, and the key on that is the reason you cannot just take a regular microphone with a mini plug and plug it into a smartphone is because smartphones all have a special kind of connector. It's called TRRS. It's got three rings on it and four metal contacts. So that's different than just a standard pair of headphones. And so that's why you've got to have a smartphone mic. Smartphone mics receive power from the phone. They are you know, built and designed to work with phones and tablets. So that's why you need that kind of microphone. So it's important to get that. And I would say get that extension cable, which is a TRRS extension cable. If you just put that in Amazon, you can find it. I've also got a special smartphone store on my website, if you want to go to it, that pulls this stuff in from Amazon. If you go to theperiscopeexpert.com, that's where you'll find some of my Periscope tips. And then also a link to a page that pulls this stuff in so you can look at it. So if they want to get all these microphones or see all the different ones available, where should they go again? Yeah, theperiscopeexpert.com. That's a special page on my website. Excellent. Wow, that was a lot of info there, Kerry. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, I love Periscope, particularly the way it can take, uh, allow a small business person to just really zoom out in front of the pack. Um I mean, just think, if if you've got a uh, pizza parlor, for example, and you're on every day with a Periscope, either giving tips or talking about – get people's opinions. If you – let's say you're – maybe you're not part of a major chain. You're doing your own thing, and you might have some ideas for some new pizzas that you want to create. Just ask people. Go on. Ask people. People love to give input. Uh, Ask them what kind of other ingredients they might want or what kind of pizzas they might want. Uh, if you've got little leagues coming into the pizza parlor, um, interview, go on Periscope, interview them, find out, you know, how was the game today, that kind of thing. You can build just a boatload of loyalty that way. Yeah, I think another good way to do it is I think that with Periscope, the 24-hour only recording is amazing because for a pizza shop, you could give a special and say, hey, you know what? Anybody who watches this Periscope, you can have this special, and then it, you know it's only available for 24 hours unless you record it. Right, right. So I think that's another great way. So tons of great ways. I know that it sounds complicated, but in its essence, it's pretty simple. You download the app. You can restart recording. Make sure that your Twitter handle is the same as your Periscope handle. Uh, be consistent with it. And yes. then you know, spend a little bit of money, not a lot, a little bit, to make sure that it's watchable so that way people will continue to come back yeah and the other thing i wanted to mention periscope up until last week 
was total vertical video only. And that meant holding your phone in the upright position like you normally do when you're texting or, you know, maybe making a phone call. But finally, uh, after much, much demand, they now have a landscape mode so you can hold your phone horizontally. This is really important if you want to repurpose your broadcasts or, it. you know, the fact is it's very difficult to frame vertical video. Yeah, I've watched get... a few YouTube videos of old periscopes and it kind of looks horrible. Oh, yeah. Trying to get two people in a vertical frame or it's just not good. Uh, so now you can shoot landscape. So that's what I'd recommend most of the time because it's going to look much better. That way you can repurpose it on Facebook or YouTube and it's going to be, you know, in a normal widescreen video mode. And how do you it's do just... that? Do you just turn your camera to the side or is there a button you have to push? You just turn the phone. Here's the thing. Start with the broadcast in the landscape mode. Every once in a while, it can get out of sync uh, as far as, you know, uh, whether the app knows you're shooting vertically or horizontal. And you want to make sure your video is saved properly. You don't want your video, your horizontal video, saved on its end. So my recommendation is you start in the landscape mode and do not leave the landscape mode. Don't rotate your phone back and forth or the recording is going gonna, is gonna to be off kilter. Because it records exactly the same as what you do during the periscope. Right. So if, well, you, yes. if, if you move your phone to the for a vertical for back and forth, it's going to show that in the replay. Yeah, it's going to flip back and forth. Or it's just I've actually had periscopes that I've shot landscape save in the horizontal or the vertical mode. So, so uh, I think they might have had a bug or two that they're, uh, <laughs> they're fixing on yeah. that. But that can be an issue. So basically don't go back and forth. Just stay in one mode or the other. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on with us, Carrie. Where can uh, give us your website, where you are on Twitter, and your Periscope handle so people can uh, go talk to you on those platforms. Absolutely. I would love to have you follow me because I always love to give the, the best Periscope tips. And I'm at Carrie Shearer. That's K E R R Y and the last name S, like in Sam, H E A R E R, at Carrie Shearer on Periscope and Twitter. Um, I'm at CarrieShearer.com, but I have a special entry to that website called theperiscopeexpert.com. So that'll uh, drop you on my Periscope page. The other thing is, if you're interested in getting a hold of my two-page um, PDF with Periscope tips, you can simply text the word Periscope Power to 33444. That's the phrase Periscope Power, and it needs to be all one word. Your smartphone will try to break it up. Don't let it do that. All one word, Periscope Power, and text that to 33444, and you'll get an immediate text back saying, hey, it's Carrie, drop your email in here. So you do that, hit the send button, and you'll get my tips in your email. I'll put that if anybody's driving right now and they don't have that, they can text it right away, or they can go to the show notes, and I'll put all that in the show notes so they don't have to worry about forgetting all that. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm just so excited about Periscope, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share it with your audience. And I'd love to hear back if you've got uh, anybody as a result of the podcast who hop on Periscope and, and start doing a great job. That would be great. I'd love to find out about their journey. And I love to feature people like that on my um, on my periscopes, because a lot of times I'll do interviews on how people are using Periscope effectively. Well, you convinced me I'm going to have to get on there now. Absolutely. I want to see you there. All right. Excellent. Hey, Kerry, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on, sharing all your great info. It was awesome to talk to you. All right. Thanks so much, Bruce. You have a great day. All right. You too, Kerry. Thanks so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that edition of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I want to give a special thank you to Kerry Shearer 
the Periscope expert, for coming on with us and giving us some great pointers on how we can use Periscope in our business and you know what exactly it is for anybody who's not familiar with it. Um, a couple things I want to mention before I end the show. Go to – Kerry's giving away a two-page Periscope tips guide. And uh, he mentioned it in the show. Just text the word Periscope Power for one word to 33444 to download that copy of that PDF today. Also, if you go to the show notes over at smartpizzamarketing.com, this is episode 29. Uh, everything that Kerry mentioned, all the tools, all the microphones and everything in there will have links to it in that show notes, episode 29. Also links to Kerry on Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope and his website. Go check out his website. He has lots of great tips there. And lastly, if you could give us a review on iTunes, that would be awesome. Really helps us grow the show. Just go to iTunes, check the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast button there, and then just give us a quick five-star review. That's it. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time. Bye.